Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 644, 16 till 7. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Weather's going to be a crazy roller coaster. Highs today of 70. 72 tomorrow, chance for a few showers, then much colder Saturday, highs of 52, pleasant Sunday, highs of 64. But then on MLK Day, highs of 48 early, then an Arctic front comes through, lows that night, 26 north, 34 south. And then Tuesday, full precautions, both sides of the lake on Monday night, Tuesday morning, lows of 18 on the north shore. 26 south, then highs of 42 on Wednesday, in for a cold snap. Louisiana Agricultural Commissioner Mike Strain joins us right now. Department of Agriculture and Forestry. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Man, I am great. I'm fixing to head out to St. Landry Parish, to Leonville, to Mr. Champagne's Marche, which is his grocery store, where we'll be making king cakes. He's a king cake specialist there in St. Landry Parish. It's time to start on the king cakes. And so we are ready. So since we can't have crawfish right now, we're going to start on the king cakes and work our way towards crawfish. Is there anything better than the smell of a king cake baking? Oh, my gosh. Well, I, well, yes, I'd have to say so, is when it comes out and they put the icing on and all the sugars on, yeah. and you get that first piece right out of, of the oven. They, Incredible. Look, we are getting spoiled. There's so many delicious king cakes, and I start off, you know, with Christmas king cakes. You know, those that's got those, like the almost like a praline uh, praline icing with pecans, and, they're, you know, they've got the filling in there, and I can tell you, it, it's, it's not helping my waistline, but you know what? There are no calories from Christmas all the way through Mardi Gras. And then even after that, you get the Easter, and then it goes away again. <laughs> tell me about crawfish, because we were talking to somebody yesterday, and they told us that it could be the worst crawfish season ever, which is saying a lot. <clears throat> yes, it is. And if you look, you know, we are hopeful, uh, but we are very concerned. I was, you know, headed out towards Lake Charles yesterday. And they were fishing crawfish. I've been talking to a number of my crawfish farmers, and uh, and by and large, they're many of them or most of them are not fishing right now. They did try, and they didn't catch anything. You know, farmers that normally catch thirty, forty, fifty sacks would end up with one or two sacks, mm -hmm. and so and the distribution houses don't have any. What happened with the drought? Uh, they got so dry that in a lot of areas we think the crawfish died in the bottoms of, of the ponds. The water line got below the level of their burrows. And the other thing is that I've talked to a number of my friends who worked in the basin, and a lot of the basin was so dry that we think we've lost a lot of those White River crawfish in the basin. 
And so we are now, well, once it warms up, and right now you're not going to catch anything right now. It's too cold. So this week, next week, and if it warms up in the following week, we will start fishing and see what the count is. A number of our farmers are concerned that it is going to be a, a weak season. Now, if we get into, say, three weeks from now, and the crawfish that are there have had time to feed, I think if they start growing, you know, we may have a shorter season, but I think the crawfish uh, are going to be um, a little more expensive just because they're so short. My main concern is that we simply don't know yet, but the predictions don't look good at this point as to have a, an abundance of crawfish. And the other part is that I've been talking to my farmers, and they may end up having to hold some crawfish back to reseed for next year. You know, the crawfish, you have to have, you know, the, those pregnant females, the gravid females, and they normally uh, start hatching, you know, late in the fall, September through December, and then start growing so we can harvest. And the issue may be, you know, how do we repopulate these ponds? And normally what you do, they go out in the basin. They don't have any in the ponds, and they, and they fish the basins to get, you know, the, the females. Uh, but that may be an issue, too. And so, you know, we're going to be working through this season, but I think, you know, crawfish, they're going to be short, and they're probably going to be uh, cost cost more, and we will see where we're going. But we do have some concerns, but hopefully, you know, by the time we get closer to Easter, we'll have some crawfish. We, we've got to have some crawfish. You can't have Easter without crawfish. And so, but that's where we're at. Uh, Mark Shirley is who we talked to yesterday with the LSU Ag Center, and he was saying, as you alluded to just a couple of minutes ago, Mike, that, and I'm not trying to overload anybody here, but you, you do want to let people know what's going on. This is not over after this year. Over this could affect this. next season as well, right? Yes, it, it, absolutely, because what happens, you got to think about crawfish. They are farmed uh, in, a, in, a, you know, in a regulated and maintained species, and when you have a large drop in population, it could take, you know, several years to rebuild that. And so it would be anxious to see what Wildlife and Fisheries does. Uh, about 6 to 8% of all the crawfish we consume are wild-caught. You know, those are those White River crawfish that come out of the basin and other areas. And if Wildlife and Fisheries, the commission, sees that there is a, you know, a real downturn in their numbers, they may restrict that in order to build that back up. And then in the ponds, you know, those are managed by the farmers, and, of course, uh, we've got to rebuild that as well. And hopefully, though, we will, we will know we'll have a much better indication really in the next three weeks of where we will go for the whole season once it warms up and we start fishing and then we see what we are catching. Uh, right now, though, the catches have been so minimal that in most areas they've, they've quit fishing. I'll only take a break. We'll pick it up here when we come back. Any questions for Mike Strain, Commissioner Louisiana, Department of Agriculture and Forestry? You can text them in the Oakland Heart Jeweler Talk and text line 504-260-1870. It is shaping up to be a dismal crawfish season. Somebody texted in and said an establishment in Hammond has crawfish for sale boiled $15 a pound. That's just crazy. Well, it's it's expensive, but that's what the weather does and supply and demand and markets and farming and everything else. 650, 10 till 7, traffic now, WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 655, 5 till 7, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Mike Strain, Louisiana Commission, Department of Agriculture and Forestry. Mike, I'm getting some texts here. People that are very um, mad about the price of um, crawfish, but that's just the way it is, right? I mean, for people that don't understand that. that, There's so few crawfish, you know, and really, you know, a lot of the restaurants they're taking them and they're peeling them for their for their dishes, mm-hmm. uh, and again it's supply and demand. When you you know when the fisherman goes out there and spends all day in a boat and catches you know three four five six sacks, that's it. You know where they normally catch twenty thirty forty sacks. You know the cost per pound is high, but just give it a little time. Look, just wait a couple of weeks. You know and let's see if if we can start catching enough numbers. If we catch enough, you know crawfish is very much supply demand. And the closer you get to Easter, they generally go down. The crawfish are at their highest price right now when you first catch them. But, again, the shortage has driven that price up a lot because they're just so few crawfish. And then those that have to have them for their recipes and for those things, they're paying a premium for that tail meat. They're buying them for the tail meat. So just give it a little time. And I know, you know, this is part of our culture. But, but again, let's give it a couple of weeks. Let's see where we're at in about two weeks, and we'll, and we'll see where that price is, and we'll see if we can find anywhere. Hopefully, you know, in some of our larger farms, you know, in those big, great big rice fields, you know, once it warms up, they'll start catching them, and we'll get some supply. Somebody had a question about the farmed crawfish and irrigation and why the weather would affect that. <laughs> because what happened in a lot of the crawfish areas, there simply wasn't any water in the irrigation wells. So, I mean, I had a number of my farmers, especially the Chico Aquifer, some of them with different farms. One farm, he had 10 different wells, and none of them had any water. The second thing was is that we began pulling water out of the wells more, you know, than we normally do, and we start getting, started getting salt water and had to shut the wells down. Same way with surface water. We, we were flooding those fields with surface water until uh, the salt content uh, went up because a lot of that water, you know, can – the salt intrusion came in, and you can't put salt water on the rice fields because the rice won't grow, and the crawfish don't do well either. Mm-hmm. So we had lack of water, lack of water in the wells, and then salt water intrusion as well. And so if you look, if you travel, you can see a lot of those rice fields are still, uh, they just, there was no water to flood them. So the issue was a lack of available fresh water to put on, and that's why uh, the crawfish dried and they cracked realistically, they're not going to come down in price a lot, really, are they? I mean, you're not talking about anywhere close to where they were. Well, right now, there's almost zero availability. That's Mm -hmm. the whole thing. They are just not there. Uh, And so hopefully once we can get a supply going, uh, then we can get into a more of a normal supply-demand, you know, type ratio. Uh, If they stay, look, they stay very high. People, you know, are not going to buy them, and that will force them down. We're hoping that once we start fishing, 
you know, because, you know, we do have, you know, quite a bit of, of vegetative matter out there. In a few weeks, they will grow. We can get some sunshine, and then we will have, you know, maybe a, you know, a pulse or a good harvest at least for a few weeks or a month, and then, you know, drop those prices down to where they're more affordable. Okay. Tell me real quick about this Arctic blast and what effect that has on agriculture in Louisiana, because we're not used to that, are we? No, we're not. And like I tell everybody, you better have, you know, people, pets, plants, and pipes and protect those. You know, we normally don't start putting crops in the ground until we have a sustained temperature of at least 40 degrees in soil temperature. And so, you know, it's got to warm up before we can start our spring planting. But the main thing is now is the time to go out and check your pipes, start moving your plants in, get an idea, you know, of what you're going to cover. Don't wait until, you know, it's already below freezing to get out there and start getting everything ready. Now is the time to prep. Uh, but, again, you think about what you need to do. Think about your pipes, your pets, your, your plants. And what one mistake a lot of people make is that they cover the base of the plant all the way up onto the stem. But you, you need to leave the stem open, you know, exposed to the, to the ground, uh, at least to the, most of the area of where you have leaves, and then cover the plant. So you can use some of the radiation coming up, natural radiation of heat from the ground. Thank you, Mike. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 